Swanson to first. Browns are world champions. The Rams were built to win the Super Bowl, and they have sealed the deal. The long wait has ended after a half century. The Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champions once again. And lightning has struck twice. And the Tampa Bay Lightning are back-to-back. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 106. That's 106. That is also the Australian emergency text number. So for our listeners in Australia, if you're in an emergency right now, continue to listen to the show, but text 106 and it can help save your life. 106. 106. How are you doing, Matt? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. That might be the most informative thing that will come out of this show. I can guarantee it is. (laughs) (laughs) Showmanship. Good night, everybody. We'll see you next week. The OT's on Friday. John, what's going on? Ah, lots of good stuff. We had uh, a nice overtime, exciting win, which we'll discuss a little bit later on at the attack game earlier this week. Put me in a good mood for the rest of the week, I'm sure. And uh, Shrove Tuesday, stuffed myself full of pancakes. Everything's good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do do you not eat poochkeys up there in Markdale? Uh, They're hard to find, actually. Good ones, anyway. Like you can get the Mm. ones at the grocery store, but we need a local bakery to make up some some genuine poochkeys. Yeah, not the Tim Hortons ones. Right? That they, they just no. spin around and put no. extra extra grease in. No, did did you have punchkis? You know what? I haven't had a punchki in in at least five years. I honestly, I, we'll just start with the hot takes. I think they're really overrated. There's two upstairs right now. You can have one it. right now. I, I don't get it. I, I'd rather go with the three Big Macs <laughs> than one Poonchki <laughs> for the exchange. I'm Which, not a, I've never been healthier, a big, three Big Macs or a Poonchki? A great question. I, I was looking for it. I thought uh, we were going to, like, it was if it was 1,006, episode 1,006, we could have talked calories on those <laughs> Poonchkis, but it's only episode 106, so... <laughs> <laughs> so maybe in a couple of years we'll bring that back around should you have one i did so okay. I, I actually had to have one and a half because sophie my youngest who's mm-hmm. nine couldn't finish one had to, had to eh yeah. yeah they're a little so, heavy if you've never had one oh, in yeah. your list a little are you, are you a jam guy are you a custard guy Little, they're building the Gordy Howe Bridge with those things. <laughs> I'm more of a custard guy for my punchki. Okay, yeah, I, I'm a custard guy too. Are you okay? Yeah. I, I, if I had to pick one, I'd be a, a more of a jam guy. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people like. Uh, is it the prune that is the traditional yes, one? Yeah. yeah. I don't get it. No. no. <laughs> I would just think that you're going to be spending some time somewhere after that one. <laughs> eat your Maybe that's just... why people eat it, because they think they'll get healthy after it. It'll cleanse. It's, yeah, it's the cleansing, cleansing right? one. <laughs> preparing for Lent, just yeah. to cleanse everything. Yeah. I got a beef, though, with you, Rashad, and your Vancouver Canucks. Oh, and they're beautiful jerseys. costing me money. <laughs> <laughs> Those jerseys look great. Those black jerseys oh, with man. the skate, yeah. yep. they looked fantastic last week. <laughs> but they cost me money. Like, how do you lose that bad to the New Jersey Devils on Monday night? Oh, yeah. What was it? Uh, what was it, fourteen to two or whatever it was? <laughs> it no, that was like the it. Uh, the Jays and Tigers on yeah. the Saturday night. Right. <laughs> yeah, that was ten seven. Is that the score of that one? Yeah, yeah. the Leafs. Uh, d- that reminded me of like old time nineteen eighties hockey. Well, 
10 7, Leafs beat the Red Wings. Wasn't it great, though? The Leafs at that point up 6 1. Wings come back and make it a one goal game. And then Toronto just bangs home a couple more for fun. <laughs> 17 goals. It was like at 15.41 in the third period was the last goal. So it wasn't even an empty net or anything. These were all just true goals. <laughs> what were the odds on under 18 goals for that one? <laughs> I had a friend who had oh, a my luck, I'd have taken. He said, if you're not watching Toronto Detroit, you better turn that thing on. Oh my gosh, knowing my luck, I'd have picked the over. (laughs) (laughs) So talk to your Vancouver Canucks, would you? I will, I will. Um, I've always loved those jerseys. I have the white one. I still have the white Pavel Beret jersey. I think we've mentioned that before, but I love that logo. When everybody was pining for the skate or the uh, hockey rink with the, the green and blue to come back, I was like, no, 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 no. The skate is the classic logo. Well, now we know what uh, Matt and I are going to get you for your birthday or, or Christmas, a black yeah. <laughs> Vancouver Canucks uh-huh. jersey. Who would you put on the back of that jersey, Rashad? Ooh. I think you got to go with a player from that time. So probably like a Trevor Linden. Okay. Mark Messier? Gino Ochik? <laughs> Gino Ochik. Stan Smeal? Oh, there yes. you go. Oh, no, that, that's the big V, though. That was yeah, the, the, the days of the big, big yeah. V. Kirk McLean would have been there. McGillney would have worn that one, right? Yep. Oh, yep, McGillney right. would be a good one. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You only would have wore that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. Who else? You could go with like Tim Hunter if you want to go with like a big oh bruising my. defenseman. <laughs> His giant nose. Would you? Would you go <laughs> Tim Hunter? <laughs> <laughs> He seemed intrigued. It's, it sounds like Manny's reaction when he got a chance to watch Ronaldo shower this week. <laughs> Listen, I would just grab my popcorn when that happens. <laughs> oh. I'm taking an extended lunch. <laughs> Out of office emails. <laughs> uh, oh, With the link to the, oh. to the streaming site. I've, I like women, but I've got start. some thinking to do. I like women, but none of them look that good in a Speedo. (laughs) Says every man in Europe right now. Uh, Off to a great start. Hey, we we knew the text emergency number was going to be the highlight of this one. So if if you missed the highlight, go check out our interview with Perry Wilson. Mm. And boy, did he get a lot of love after our last episode. Oh, did he ever? We got a lot of feedback by email and social media from people who loved that interview with the hockey goaltending coach. Steve, Frank, and Chris especially shared some amazing comments about Perry and loved the interview. Jamie also sent us a note to say she can't believe the challenges Perry faced as a young black hockey player. Yeah, pretty wild, eh? And it wasn't that long ago. That's that's the thing. That's the sad thing, right? And the sad thing that that still exists, Very especially much so. in minor hockey. Yeah. The thing that got me during that interview, too, is he kept saying, well, and these were good guys. And I'm going, were they, though? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's a it's a tough world, right? And But he's he's come through. And again, Lee, we said it before, even after we talked to him and you can you can hear it in his voice. There's there's nobody that's more passionate about what they're doing or what they're trying to do than than Perry. That's for sure. Yeah. I love the fact that he talked about the different goaltending trends too. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. great interview. Yeah. So if you're not listening, if you didn't listen to that episode, I don't know what the hell you're doing with your time. Like, <laughs> let's let's be real here. You still can't really do much. You might as well sit down and listen to the podcast. That was episode one oh five. 
we got 104 other ones. We had Mike Futa, Bill Bowler, Jamie Campbell, Mark Woolley on uh, as well, who had a big night on, on Saturday as well. So we've got it covered, guys. You don't have to go looking for this anywhere else. Yeah. We want to give a big shout-out to Mark and the Owen Sound Attack. You were at that game Saturday, right, Rashad? Yeah, the energy in that building was amazing. And uh, it was a little worrisome at the beginning. Guelph put one in right off the opening face-off almost. And we got, oh, boy, is it going to be a long night? But the attack rallied. And, uh, yeah, it was nice. Um, Sedley getting the overtime winner. And then uh, Colby Barlow scored a pair in the first period. So, yeah, it was a, it was a fun game. A good night for a Willie's Warriors night. Yeah, the attack win it and uh, that Woolies Warriors game. And I know they're still counting the money, but I think at one time I heard over $15,000 was raised wow. for Mark's nonprofit to help you with type 1 diabetes. You can still donate. Go to attackhockey.com or go to woolliesWarriors.com and learn how you can participate in the campaign and support the cause. That's right. And now let's start the debate with what everyone is talking about. The calendar dictates that we're not going to be able to play the first two series of the regular season, and those games are officially canceled. Commissioner Rob Manfred announced Tuesday that the first two series of regular season games have been canceled as negotiations to end the lockout have failed in Major League Baseball. Guys, we were hoping it wasn't going to come to this. Who do you blame? Wow. Can I blame both? <laughs> like, as Damn a, right you can. <laughs> yeah. Because I think both have culpability in this. First of all, I'm pissed because Matt and I got excited about buying home opener tickets for the Detroit Tigers at Comerica Park. It's, it's one of the best home openers in all of Major League Baseball mm-hmm. to be at Comerica Park. And I'm just really upset that – the owners and the players couldn't get their shit together. Mm-hmm. Like, is there not another – I don't think there is another major league sports league that shoots themselves in the foot as much as major league baseball. Preach, Manny, preach. <laughs> the fact that they had over three months to negotiate, and Rob Manfred had admitted it basically in the news conference Tuesday, they really started negotiating 10 days ago. Yeah. And only really started negotiating hard two days ago when they had over three months. This is such a black eye for the sport. Uh, From what I understand, Major League Baseball owners made one offer in 70 days. And it was a take it or leave it, which the players unanimously said no, which they wouldn't have taken, of course because it doesn't match with with whatever they were looking for. But I'm like you said I blame everybody in this. I don't I don't care about this. Honestly, I don't I don't care about you get a little bit more money here and you get a little bit more money here. After the the last couple of years that baseball has been through, that you can't maybe cut out a little bit of time before we get to this point to be like guys, this can't happen. I nobody wants to make concessions da 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 but Let's be real. This cannot happen. To get to the point, like you said, they've really only been talking about this. Like, if you strung all of our episodes of For Future <laughs> Considerations together, we've talked more than these two sides have to try to figure out how to make this deal happen. That's a great point. It's embarrassing. It's it's so frustrating and it's so disappointing. And, like, I don't know the, the other side of that. You know, let's just say, which I don't believe, that this is the only baseball that gets – 
canceled that you know that whatever the third start of the third series whichever it is for everybody um would be opening day i don't know how you come back from this and try to energize the fans again and hey we're back and like anybody any normal person that makes a normal amount of money that just wants to go see baseball hates all of you right now so figure it the f out and like I don't want updates. I don't want to know what's going on. I don't want to know what this person proposed and this person said no to whatever. Just figure it out. Go away for a couple of days and figure it out. You know, you raise, you raise a great point too. And and the one reason I think both sides are to blame is we all agree. We had Jamie Campbell on another great episode. You mentioned that mm-hmm. he was on a previous episode. He talked about how. Uh, younger players are not getting paid, even though they're some of the best players in the sport right Mm -hmm. now. So that was one of the major sticking points. So you're going to hear a bunch of numbers. If you're really following this closely, there's too many numbers for us even to share on this podcast. But, you know, Rob Manfred is standing at the microphone saying they offered a 33% raise to first-year players. And the players rejected that because of some of the other things Mm -hmm. that are in the contract. But to the average Joe, like you just said, Matt, to the average person who's, you know, has some hard earned money, they hear that they somebody was offered a 33 percent raise and it was rejected. Mm -hmm. That is just mind-blowing to the average fan. Yeah, it is. They, they come across as spoiled. Everybody yeah. everybody on both sides of this comes across as spoiled. That You know, you make a great point. And I think the fans are the same way. I mean, we were truly so excited buying these tickets to go see opening day and then to go see Lou Whitaker's jersey retirement. We were calling friends of ours. Hey, are you in? Instantly, yes. Like, we just want to give you our money. We just want to go see a baseball game live. You know, down here there's some excitement around the Tigers. They've got these young guys coming up. I mean, there's there's a lot of buzz around this team in in this area, and it's exciting. We just want to go. So why can you guys? Why are you guys not letting us go over numbers that no one that is paying for these games will ever really understand or make or see. I just want to give you $40 to go see the Tigers on, on April 6th or whatever whatever date it is. That's all I care. Figure it out. It's 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 awful, guys. It's, you know, baseball has shot themselves in the foot so many times that it is going to be the fourth of the four major sports very soon or replaced at this pace if, if they don't get the young people interested in, and give me one reason why you should be interested in baseball right now. And we received a couple of questions about this baseball issue. Rob and Perry Sound and Crystal and Grimsby both sort of asked in their own different ways whether this is the end of baseball. What are your thoughts on that? And another thing, John. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the end of baseball is, is a real is a real wild tale. I mean, let's, let's be realistic here. Uh, August comes around. We've got nothing going on and it's a Sunday afternoon. There's nowhere in the world I'd rather be than sitting at Comerica park. Hopefully it rains and we can get some free drinks. (laughs) 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 But I don't think baseball is going to 
to you know the end of baseball so to speak because baseball is really the major sport that's played outside on a beautiful day you know everybody gets to go out and, and enjoy themselves so i don't think that part of it is is going to to really suffer but i think what does and where the hit really comes is i don't think the loyalty is going to be there I don't think people are going to be buying season tickets or buying merchandise for their specific market. You know, I'm I'm not a jersey guy, but I mean, you know, there's t-shirt jerseys of Tiger players that I, I'd like. But if you know, I'm watching something else, maybe I don't care as much anymore about the Tigers. And and you know, I've always been the guy who's who thought people at the games cared a lot more about what was happening than they actually do on like an, a Sunday afternoon in July. And I think you're just going to end up getting more and more and more of that where you might get the one-off from people as it's like something to do, but the loyalty and the money behind where these big season tickets and where these teams make their money, advertising dollars, all that people are going to find ways to spend their money somewhere else. Don't give people another option to spend their money somewhere else. So, so everything you say, I agree with you. And so maybe the end of baseball is pretty strong. That's like the finish line. For sure. But that, it's a slippery slope, right? And you you pointed it out. The loyalty won't be there. I, I do think people won't go to games. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. People are – merchandise sales are going to go down. But if it comes to me spending my hard-earned Monday – money, excuse me, maybe I will go to a basketball game because I, I don't have to, there's no baseball games to go to. Yeah. And maybe I'll, I'll find that that baseball game is more exciting. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm, I, that was, that game was so exciting. That experience was so exciting at a basketball game. Mm-hmm. I'll go back to that. Even if baseball gets his house in order for uh, sure. Hockey, the hockey playoffs. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll go check out a hockey playoff mm-hmm. game Instead of going to the baseball game, and oh my god, that hockey game well, was you'll so have to great. move away from here, but right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to drive a little bit farther. <laughs> but maybe people will get excited about that. So, I do think it may not be the end of baseball, but it might be the demise of baseball because no matter what contract they eventually agree to, ticket prices are going to go up. Yep. And it's going to cost more money to try to enjoy the game. And then there's all those other issues with baseball that we've complained about over the last 105 episodes yep. about the length of baseball, right? Yep. And it's either a strikeout or a home run mm-hmm. uh, league right now. So there are other issues facing the sport that it's so asinine that they have to spend time talking about contract negotiations and not improving the sport. I don't know how you feel about it, John, but feel free to chime in. Yeah, I feel like right now, more than ever, they are playing with fire. They, If they have an extended work stoppage, they do so at their own peril because right now at this tail end of this pandemic, or at least we hope will be the tail end, people are mad at everyone and anything. 
we're mad at being cooped up. We're mad at our public health officials for locking us down when we don't want to be locked down. We're mad at the politicians. Some people are mad at the doctors and nurses because they think it's a conspiracy. And then on top of it all, people want to get out and finally watch some baseball when they can finally get outside. And now we're going to be mad at the players and we're going to be mad at the owners. And if they think that everyone's going to come flocking back to them when this thing ends, they might be surprised to find out it's going to take a while to win people back because people are fed up with being disappointed and they're fed up with being cooped up and not being allowed to do what they want to do. Yeah. And, and not to just continue to harp on it, but it's obviously it's a big story and we're all baseball fans and, and passionate about it. But, you know, Manny, to, to your point too, you know, and, and to John's as well. I mean, we've all been kind of sitting around for last two years or something like that to, to trying to go to a baseball game. I mean, I was talking to our, our good buddy, Adam Hooper, um, who's probably going to vote on the poll tomorrow, even though we, <laughs> we finalized it and we're going to announce who won in, in a couple minutes here. But, I mean, we're so pumped to go to a Tiger game. We haven't been to a Tiger game together in four years, and that is a wild number for Adam and I, who used to go five times a year, sometimes even more than that. Like I said, people are going to find a way to spend their money somewhere else. And if we've had two years staying at home, I mean, how many people have just picked up a new hobby? You know, maybe I'm I'm just going to, you know, in, in two, three years, sure, is this going to be... Uh, something that I'm not going to a baseball game because three years ago they were on strike. Probably not, but it's certainly not going to spark an interest. And people right now are dying for a hobby. They are dying to get out and do something. Major League Baseball could charge more this year and no one would care because they just want to go to a baseball game again. Yeah, And you're not even there. Not even there. But you're the perfect person though, Matt. You, you would go to five, six baseball games a year. Yeah. Chances are you probably only go once or twice now if they ever get back. I know, right? I know. It's, it's Tampa terrible. Bay's trying to get fans in the stands. This ain't helping well, them. They should all play at university stadiums. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's probably just going to – it's so much better. <laughs> With a capacity it's, limit of 5,000 people. Yeah. And it looks like a capacity crowd. Have you heard the 3,200 number that's come around on that too? No. That they have to do renovations because this is the Arizona Coyotes that we're talking about with Arizona State University. That they they have to do renovations to the building because apparently part of the deal is they don't get to use the locker rooms. They've got to build their own. Well, I knew they were doing 20 million in renovations. By doing that could take up to a thousand something more seats out of it. Oh, so I didn't saying, hear that part. They're saying it could be like so in the number between like 3,500 people at an NHL game. Unbelievable. Can you believe what we just saw? This is incredible. You know, guys, I got to be honest. I have goosebumps. Unbelievable. Oh my God. Now it's time for our play of the week. We had a couple of basketball plays among the options, but another hockey play takes top prize this week. Uh, Richie gives away for Barrett Hayton, who carries it through center. Hayton over the line, right to the net! Hayton, what a goal! Barrett Hayton! Oh, that's one of the best we've seen in a long time! Barrett Hayton! Barrett Hayden of the Phoenix Coyotes did his best Connor McDavid impression and skated through the Winnipeg Jets for an amazing goal. Manny's just dying. Next week, I can guarantee you, no matter what happens in the world of sports, we are going to have four basketball plays for the play of the week. (laughs) Somebody picks a damn basketball play. Listen, that was a pretty goal. It was was a very good goal by Barrett Hayden. 
But how do you not pick the basketball shot where he catches it past midcourt, turns around, shoots a three, and makes it to win the game? Yeah. <laughs> that was my That's pick. That's the one I voted for. Me too. Nope. <laughs> and uh, Kelly, uh, what's his last name uh, that, that plays for the Pistons there? Olenek? Kelly Olenek. The Can- yeah, Canadian that was guy. the other basketball player. The second time I watched that, that was to me, and I got to see the play again just to match him up, but that had every feel of Kawhi Leonard shot from just the positioning, from the move to where he was on the on the floor to make that shot. The only thing is it went in right away. But uh, like it was like – that had such a similarity to it uh, for for me for watching it. So I would have gone one two with basketball, but well, c'est la vie. Matthew Cleveland from Florida State made an incredible shot, and it doesn't win our play of the week. Good guy, there's already two plays of the week from Monday. Well, J. A. Morant's one. Yeah. Get lost. I don't want you listening to the show anymore <laughs> if you vote against J. A. Morant's uh, J. Morant's dunk. <laughs> Don't even listen. Unsubscribe. <laughs> Give us a one star like you're a Spagos. And <laughs> he had two plays of the week in the same game in within the, minutes. In the same game. They're likely both going to be on the poll yep. next week. Fill and if up. they lose, <laughs> I'm not showing up. You guys can do it. You guys can do a podcast oh. on 90 Day Fiance because I'm not showing up. Oh my gosh. Jimena, John. <laughs> what? Come on, Jimena. She is a terrible You get to get, to get your buoys done first. Get out of here. Does she play for the Memphis Grizzlies too? <laughs> <laughs> is she the one who made the dunk? Oh, <laughs> oh my god! I don't know. She certainly got in the guy's face. <laughs> Our play of the week is brought to you by London Awnings. Quality that shows. And remember to check out Podcast FFC on Twitter and Instagram for videos. We're posting videos all the time. To so go on there and like some of those videos and share them, we will ask you to pick the play of the week every Monday. Jay and Morant will win next week, and then we will continue on uh, afterwards. But please take a look, vote, share it. Make sure you watch the highlights of all of the uh, the plays of the week. Leave a comment in there as well, why this one stood out or what. Uh, interact with us. Talk with us, guys. Just We're just looking for a conversation. So find that out when we post it on Monday and we reveal the posts uh, or the winners, obviously, on our Wednesday show. And we know sports is a distraction, but as often happens, real life gets into sports as well. The other major topic in the world right now is Russia's major offensive on Ukraine and the start of what some people are calling World War III. The IOC doesn't want Russian athletes competing in the Paralympics. FIFA has banned soccer games involving Russia's teams. The IIHF has banned Russia from the World Juniors and stripped the hosting duties of the 2023 tournament. The NHL and OHL have also released statements in support of Ukraine. What do you guys think of the situation and its impact on sports? Well, I think really the situation is terrible. Mm-hmm. It's awful. You know, we just spent however many minutes, 20 minutes talking about greed in baseball. This is greed from one world leader, basically, that's trying to take over another country. But, uh, you know, the statements from the NHL and the OHL, they obviously had to be done. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they obviously had to be made. There's no ifs, ends, or buts about it. You know, Alex Ovechkin, who is a Putin supporter, Mm -hmm. friends with the Russian president, has come out and said he doesn't want war and he doesn't want any conflict to happen. Of course he has to say that. He's 
playing in North America yeah. where he's earning his money. CCM pulled uh, the deal with him and any other Russian players right. that they have too, right? So, like, obviously these leagues have to do this, and I I congratulate the WI IIHF, excuse me, mm-hmm. for stripping Russia from its participation in this year's World Juniors and taking the tournament away. It's just like the economic sanctions that we see countries put on Russia right now. It, if it affects the people of Russia, then maybe the people of Russia will pressure their government to try to stop the war. And, you know, will it work? That's another debate for another day from people that are highly more intelligent than us on the subject. Mm-hmm. But this obviously has to take place. I think the sports world will go on. Like, Everybody will still watch Alex Ovechkin's gold chase, for example, because it happens on the ice. But um, the other sports leagues have to come out strongly in this sense by making statements and putting any other pressure they can to end the conflict. Yeah, and tennis actually became a bit of a flashpoint. Um, Ukrainian Alina Svitolina said she wouldn't play her opening round match against uh, Russia's Anastasia Potapova unless they refused to display her Russian flag. She wanted the WTA to come out and make a statement or do something about it. And it looks like now the WTA is going to not have the flags displayed anywhere, and that match may go on. So, yeah, it's it's entering every sport, and... Uh, there's going to be a lot more of it, I think. Yeah, first and foremost, Brashad, great job on those names. Uh, yes. Because I, that's one of the first one takes you've, you've had for names like that in the last little while, too. Attaboy, attaboy. Smooth. Say those names again. What were those names again? Alina Svitolina and Anastasia Potapova. Stop. That's amazing. <laughs> My goodness. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know what kind of impact sports has on on this um i don't know that there's really anybody in the russian government that uh <laughs> really cares. knows or cares yeah. they're like oh what do you mean we can't host the iihf world junior championships in 2023 guys we better rethink this um i mean it's good that you know there's a united front um with this um you know <laughs> part part and parcel to that and it's nice to see the world seemingly united uh, again, on something, um, unfortunate as it is. But I, I don't really think there is an impact to this, uh, but it is nice that they're, uh, they're at least uh, these, these uh, leagues and organizations and individuals that are, are coming out and, and speaking on this for sure. You know, as, speaking of nice, you know, the Winnipeg Jets game last night against Montreal on Tuesday night, yeah. we should say. Really cool. Yeah. The um, they had a Ukrainian choir, John. Yeah, they had a Ukrainian choir come out and uh, they sang the Ukrainian national anthem as well as the Canadian national anthem. And if people don't know, Winnipeg has a very large Ukrainian population, the largest in Canada, I believe. Mm-hmm, which is cool. Do you know all the names of the Ukrainian choir members, John? Can you could you rhyme those off? <laughs> sure, no problem. I'm sure. <laughs> Are you ready? And now it's time for Rapid Fire. You guys did so well at keeping your answers short last week. Let's see if you can do it again. Sure. (laughs) Rub it in. (laughs) First, we have a listener question from Robin Ilderton, who's a Green Bay Packers fan, big time. He wants to know if you guys were the Packers, would you trade Rodgers? Ooh, I would. 
<clears throat> oh my god, you're gonna trade Aaron. Are you out of your mind? Listen, the Packers have no cap room whatsoever. Trade Aaron Rodgers, because you're not gonna sign Devontae Adams. Right. Start the rebuild. You already got your quarterback in Jordan Love. Time to start the rebuild. Wow, you're tearing the whole thing down. Start it. In cheese land. But it'll be easy. Because you're going to get like three first rounders for Rodgers in the what's trade. What's his value in, yeah. in trade? I, I trade him in a heartbeat. Yeah. I mean, there's teams well, out there. What are you talking to me about? <laughs> like, <laughs> we got to spice it up. We can't always agree. I trade him. They're trying to. The Packers are talking about paying him like forty five million annually in whatever his next deal is to make him the highest paid quarterback ever. Meanwhile, there are teams that out there that would give you the world to try to get that guy, even for a short period of time. I, I, I think it's a no-brainer that uh, as a as a GM, you, you get the offer, you don't want to tear it down, you can see the same kind of things Jordan Love, of maybe a young Aaron Rodgers at the time, like you said, they, they're in a pinch for cap space. Are they really a player or two or somehow away from the Rams uh, right now? No. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I mean, if somebody comes calling, you've got to at least consider it. And I don't know what it's like inside Green Bay's head office or or what that the mindset is there, but I would be perfectly happy to get rid of what <laughs> has become a bit of a headache over the a last couple of years. right? Yeah. Well, maybe they can make, make up like Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley. I hear they're on the men, so... They make up already. They broke up last week. Yeah, they're apparently talking it through. Are they on 90 Day Fiance too? Like <laughs> they should be. Aren't they engaged? Like, or did they break that off or whatever? Yeah, they broke off. They, they broke in, off the engagement. That's what happens the, on that damn show, isn't it? 90 Day Fiance. You know, they're they're like Major League Baseball. <laughs> they're they're trying to make a deal. They're getting together to make it up there. Oh no 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 no! I don't want to do this. But we're still talking. We're still talking. Did they argue over the prenup? Is that what oh that was gosh, about? The Hamza Rashad. <laughs> Hamza's got to get out too. Hamza's yeah. got to get out of here. She's yeah. she is not a good not a good fit for him. And the mom rapid fire. The mom's got to <laughs> drop it, Rashad. Mom's got to <laughs> drop the hammer on this uh, on that one. Okay. Yeah, she's got to give an ultimatum and be like, "Come on, Rashad, hurry up." <laughs> Are you suggesting, Rashad, right now the mom says it's her or me to Hamza? <laughs> I think so. I love yeah. it. I yeah. love it. All right. Let's go. <laughs> and uh, talking about trades as well, Paul in London says he's a big time Leafs fan. He wants to know if you were Toronto, would you trade for a goalie? Ooh. You know, we were talking about Jack Campbell not that long ago as being the leader of the Vesna Trophy. And since then, he hasn't done anything yeah. to customize himself there. Um, Peter Morazic has always been just kind of average there. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be some goalies that'll be available uh, that you can certainly call on. Um, you know, Holtby in Dallas, Flurry in Chicago. Um, you know, I've got two else do I have on the list. Corpus Salo, if you wanted to go there, Jonathan Quick in LA, depending on what they wanted to do. Are the Islanders um, going to trade, uh, what's his face to Varlamov? He could be available. So you've got guys, but I mean, are any of those guys stand out better than, than Jack Campbell at his best? I mean, I give Flurry probably more credit. Then we need to right now because of the experience and, and what he's he's done and stuff. I think Mark Andre Fleury in Toronto would be 
crazy time for for them. I think they they would start walking down the street in Bay Street right now uh, if they <laughs> were able to. to oh yeah, if they were able to set up a Marc Andre Fleury deal. But uh, yeah, I mean, somebody's they've got to do something because this is like you talk about hot stoves and hot seats. I think they're all gone after this year if they can't pull something off. I think Leafs fans are very anxious. Yeah. Yeah. Right, they're very anxious yeah. right now. It's a good question from Paul. Was it? Was it Paul? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a good question. I still think they need a defenseman more than a goalie. Like, <laughs> yep. I didn't pick Jack Campbell back on that episode. You rewind the tape. I think I went with Markstrom or Shusterkin yep. or whoever. But um, you know, I think if you get a a top tier defenseman, it'll help improve your goaltending mm-hmm. right now. For sure, I, it will. I, and I. I think that's more important for the Leafs right now. Like Jake Muzzin got hurt the other day. You know, they have Morgan Riley and mm-hmm. a bunch of spare parts, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a, that much talent on the back end. I think it's always been an, an issue in Toronto. No, oh, and you look at the way that, that the NHL playoffs work, right? You've got to have a horse back there. Yeah. You've got to have a guy that that sometimes you're going to have to play 38 minutes uh, in a game, and and the Leafs absolutely don't have that. So I mean, you know, who are you looking at for uh, for possible guys? Would you get a Klingberg? See, Klingberg's worth way more than any of these goalies. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, right? Like you have Hall back there, you have Sandine back there. Um, you know, obviously Morgan Riley and T.J. Brody. Yeah. Lilligren, do the Leafs go wild? What about what about if the Leafs go wild and get Chikrin? What if they try to get Ben Sherratt? What if they try to get Mark Giordano? Like I, I try to get two of those guys. Any to of those guys are better More than any than the of the goalies, goalies that we yeah. got on there. Yeah. You know what I always love too is when the coach comes out and really backs their goalie, and then you always know there's trouble. Eh? <laughs> And Keith goes, it's a mental block and uh, he'll get there. He'll work his way through it. And you're like, you know, he's going to the general manager, trade him, (laughs) get me somebody. Oh, if, if you ever give me a a front office job, don't say a word about me. I don't want to, I don't want you to talk about me (laughs) good or bad. I don't want you to mention my name. I said, if you're at a press conference, it said, what do you think of the job Matt Dumichel's doing? Who the hell is that? I don't even know who that is. I don't don't say a good thing about me in those because I, I might as well just start putting my photos back into my cardboard box at that point. <laughs> don't you know, pump it up. You got to pump it up. And now we have another pump it or dump it submission. This is from Christina in St. Thomas, who wants to know what we think of this new track. This song is called Emo Girl from Machine Gun Kelly featuring Willow. So, guys, pump it or dump it. Bit of a rock angle on this, right? Is that rock now? Yeah. I don't know. Simple Plan doesn't have any new songs. (laughs) Doesn't it remind you of, like, uh, 90s? You know, those 90s rock? Oh, yeah. It's all of it. It's, like, Sum 41 and Newfound Glory and all of that. I, I don't mind it, I guess. Okay. Like... Coming off Peru last week, which was a hot song. Oh, hot. I don't know if I'm a big Machine Gun Kelly type of guy, although uh, his uh, girlfriend's pretty cute. (laughs) 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 
Um, and Willow, is that Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith's daughter? Is that right? Oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh, wow. John, you know all this stuff. I know, I should. Why didn't I know that? Let me look this up. I think it needs more time for me. Okay. But I don't mind it right now. Okay. Okay, John? Yeah, I'm really tough on this one. It's really neutral for me. Like, I don't love it. I don't hate it. It's just kind of, as Matt would say, it just kind of sits there. It doesn't really do a lot for me. I think it stinks. <laughs> There's always one guy who comes over the top with the steel that, chair. That stinks. I, I don't ever need to hear that again. <laughs> yeah, it is Willow Smith. I looked it up. Okay. Oh, wow. All right. So she's singing now. Yeah. I, she might have been singing for the last two, three years. I I don't know. No idea. I feel like he put, Willow Smith put her on one of his songs, like trying to do the cute parent thing like years ago, but... I could be or wrong. Or Will right? did? Is Will yeah. still recording songs? Jeez, uh, I, I don't know when his last album or came like, out. Yeah. Producing anything or anything like that? Was just worried about the entanglements of his household. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's trying to find his next movie, isn't he? Didn't he, well, didn't he play Serena? Fresh... Didn't he? Uh, yeah, he produced yeah. the new TV series yeah, And he played uh, Serena Williams and Venus Williams' dad. Have you seen that one, Rashad? Yeah, he did a great job in that. I that want to see that. One. I've got a, I've got a copy of it, but I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, we were riveted to that. It uh, it really sucked us in. It was a very, very well done movie. I, I do was, want to see that. I haven't seen that. Yeah, either, I was so. going to watch that uh, not that long ago, but then a buddy of mine introduced me to a damn show that I can't get <laughs> enough of. So <laughs> I guarantee that movie will be way better than that. <laughs> There's the benchmark. All right. I like it. <laughs> and that does it for another debate. Another great show, boys. Worldwide coverage of this one. We hit Australia. We hit the Ukraine. Rashad was rhyming off people's names. I, he may have been swearing at us. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it was. We got some some Will Smith family uh, reaction in there. We did it. We did it all on this one. Don't forget. In between, we've got this episode, we've got the OT coming up on Friday, social media accounts, more great debate, great content, podcast FFC on Twitter and Instagram for future considerations on Facebook as well. Join us in the conversation, please. It's getting boring just talking to these two all the time. (laughs) Post a comment in there. Join the conversation. That's right. You can also send us your questions and comments and topics by email, too. And uh, you can also throw in some 90 Day Fiance opinions if you have. No. <laughs> yeah. Nothing on nothing on Ella yet, eh? Please, no. And Johnny? <laughs> yeah, not yet. I assume these guys are characters or girls or whoever. Ella is, uh, is on her way to Dubai to meet Johnny, uh, who... Um, or Yanni? He lives in China. Oh, it's Johnny. He lives in China. He was coming... And then he didn't want to come anymore because of the the virus, even though he's he's bought a full hazmat suit he was going to travel in. And and now she's going to Dubai to meet him. And we're not even sure if Johnny's going to be there either. So where do they find these people? A lot of them are in Michigan, (laughs) actually, this year. (laughs) So open up those borders. Come on, guys. That's terrible. Another reason not to travel to the U.S. anytime soon. We want to thank our sponsors in the podcast, London Awnings, Quality That Shows, and Shane Topolovic of Next Level Athletics in Windsor, specializing in sport training and nutrition. Yeah, stay tuned. Our second episode of the week is the overtime. It's the OT. It's coming up on Friday, and you're going to love what we've got in store for you. 
Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you later this week on the next edition of Four Future Considerations. That was a disgraceful performance, in my opinion. In my opinion, that sucked. Their mentality's awful. Their attitude's awful. It's been their M.O. for the last three years. Tonight I saw and heard one of the most disgusting, rudest, sick demonstrations in my entire career. Probably the worst. It's garbage. And the editor that let it come out is garbage. You're still here? It's over. Go home.